Hi, and welcome to the Firmware Emotive Podcast, and you're listening to John Kai Herbert. And in this episode, I'm going to do a character analysis on Bill Gates. Now, he's seeing a lot of attention at the moment and a lot of hate, and I feel like ah, understanding maybe some of his background might give some clarity into who he is and why he's doing what he's doing. Now, character analysis I've spoke about previously in another podcast around sexuality. For this example, again, I'm going to talk about um, the different types. So you've got like schizoid, um, rigid, masochistic, orality, oral, and the psychopath. And referring to these... um, is kind of a, a pejorative at the moment. I feel like it's um, when you label with someone with these, it doesn't really help them grow. And so, in a clinical situation, like for me and my business partner, we don't use these terms to identify people. Again, it's like a therapist saying that you are depressed, you are anxious, or you are whatever else the, the DSM 5 has in store for you. Now, when I look at Bill, so I've got some pictures of Bill up on my computer here, and uh, so for those on my look at my YouTube channel can see this. He's uh, I decided to look at pictures of him from his childhood uh, to try and get some gauge of like uh, why I see what I see in his eyes now. So at, at a younger age, like I look at some of Bill's earlier pictures, and like he, he seems like quite a like a, a happy kid. Um, like there's an element of like joy and curiosity and um and and just like a, a love of life and it it seems like um like when he starts hitting his teenage years we start to see like um like a bit of a closure like um a little bit more disillusionment of the world and um and then 20s and, and later we start to see like he, he's like rising above his humanity in his eyes like I feel I see like there's, there's a competitiveness that I can see in his face um, like and I'm better than like my mind rules my mind is better than your mind and um, and then now um, I see in his eyes like a very distinct ocular block which is associated with the schizoid character which is what I see Bill is mostly I see Bill has got a high degree of schizoid um, a high degree of rigid and then those two combined he's got some psychopathy as well so psycho- psychopathy um, or the psychopath is a fifth fifth of the um, the character structures and they tend to be a hybrid of two of the others and you have like an amplification of the the, the two inside the psychopath so to go into a bit more to go into a bit more detail and how I got to my conclusion, I played um I wanted to see how Bill walks, so how he moves and like how he gets around in his environment so for me, it was really important for me to 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 look at like where his pelvis moves, how his pelvis sits on his body, um how he moves his arms, how he moves his eyes how he his head kind of sits on his shoulders, just to pay attention to like energetic splits and muscular splits like he doesn't really move freely he's not a very freely moving being and when I look at his skin um, there's really not much color 
in in his skin and how he holds him his hands um how he protects his heart um whenever he's talking about something that feels uh heartfelt for him so uh, the the spasticity and the rigidity in his muscles muscles comes from like a fear of moving when the schizoid has this like when he was younger his his parents may have been it might have been a very hostile environment for him he may have been a, a sickly child uh the 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 ocular blocks uh, are very disconnected so when you look into his eyes you don't really see like he's there it's almost like he's vacated his body at some point in his life he's like well my feelings aren't important i'm afraid to be in my body which may have been tied to like him being bullied in in school or bullied by his parents or just being tossed between his parents and not being able to 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 help find find someone to help him navigate his emotional landscape now he also looks like he has quite a shallow breath so i don't see him as someone that breathes like deeply and slowly uh, in his stomach like i i feel like there's now a lot of frozen energy in his stomach and a lot of it's upwardly displaced into his head so for a schizoid there's a, a great temptation and their defense is to go into their head um, when their body isn't safe they try and make sense of the world by reading or escaping into nature so in spiritual communities you'll find a lot of schizoids love being out in nature they love dissolving themselves in nature because their body is scary being around people is scary um there might be a little element of paranoia in him because of this like um because there's a lot of fear there that tends to breed a lot of paranoia around like someone's out to get me this is out to get me um there can also be like an element of um uh it can be on the autistic scale um, almost and a preference of fantasy over reality um and like this the overall feeling that the world is unsafe and dangerous now in this underneath all that that um the escape way of ways of escaping there's a murderous rage um of like towards maybe his parents or towards god or towards whatever he deems god around not making his world feel safe and he also might be able to intellectualize that he doesn't have any of this and but when you look into his eyes when you look into his feelings when you look into his, his the way he moves he just feels really fucking unsafe and like for me like i have a lot of compassion and empathy for that now a schizoid will also be very prone to being taken over by entities and other beings uh there's a a hyperdimensional component here where when you vacate your body you allow room for something else with a greater willpower to come in now for bill i feel and for schizoids in general you can also channel in great ideas however the ideas might not always be from a benevolent source something that wants to help humankind help mankind and i feel like like I don't really know what his intentions are however by um wanting to use vaccinations or wanting to push certain uh, agendas and by putting large amounts of money behind it there can be 
there's like not much transparency into what he's really feeling and like I feel that people don't really trust someone that they can't feel so if you're in like a leadership position if someone can't feel your feelings or you aren't willing to express how you feel then there's a good chance that they're not going to trust you not going to follow you follow you where you want to go now if Bill came to me and his main structure issue was schizoid or main diagnosis was schizoid then I would start treating him with some grounding like I'd really want him to get inside his body I'd really want him just to feel like what's going on like in his body um, I'd encourage him to do some body work so especially around the base of his neck I feel like Bill would struggle with a lot of neck pain when he goes through um, I'm just looking at this TED talk at the moment it's the terror in his eyes talking to people it's um it's quite unnerving like I feel for the guy um so the body work wise just helping him feel all that that the, the tension and the rigidity in his most and allow him to let out some of that murderous rage like some of that rage about um feeling unsafe that's trapped in his body and I'd possibly also do some womb regression now why I speak about the womb is I also happen to look at his mother and um, applied a bit of character analysis to her too and she looks like a very strong woman very deeply in her masculine energy um, like a CEO um, business um, entrepreneur and the way I see it is that when Bill hit like his pit puberty um, I don't think his, his sexuality was really nurtured I don't feel like um, he was allowed to sexually express things he was he was misplaced in in a, in a non well not misplaced he, he he's in a, a non-feeling family and the only way to get love and admiration was to achieve and that will dovetail into the rigid analysis which i'm about to do um however with his mum like his mum doesn't have much feeling so like her i can see that her heart is quite closed um she was all about achievements as well um which possibly means that she had like an element of rejection from her sexuality and then when I look at his father, um, again, big shoes to fill, and I don't really feel like he, his father showed him how to be a man either. His father and mother showed him how to be an entrepreneur, how to push and, and do things and not give up and, and succeed in a business sense. However, at an internal sense and a spirituality sense, I feel like there was no guide there for him. So, coming back into the rigid... Uh, there's always a competitiveness there and that this is formed around like puberty age uh, where your sexuality is coming into being and you're starting to ask some more questions and you're looking for some more security in your sexuality um, for rigids there's a, a restlessness to achieve um, and there may have been an absent opposite sex parent and his father remarried at some point so I feel like there would have been a lot of um, animosity towards um, each other in the family the, the mother and father in the family and not much love and um, so the way Bill moves and, 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 and walks and stands his pelvis is pulled back and there's a contraction around his buttocks which means like he's not really his creativity comes from his head and not from his pelvis I'm just going to stop this um, TED talk here and jump over to the photos again on my YouTube channel. So 
what I see is, um, yeah, Bill just like his pelvis is pulled back, and so there's a lot of unresolved sexual um, repression there, which comes out in a, in a, in a little bit of masochism. So around his gut, there's like a, a, a belly block um, around masochism. So he might eat um, or be unhealthy, like not maintain his body. Yeah, um, because of all of his, his repressed sexuality. So in order to escape that, he might eat. Um, sex is more of a responsibility as opposed to something that can be enjoyed. Uh, a lot of his interactions, this is still under the rigid, a lot of his interactions will be superficial. So he knows how to react. However, it's inauthentic. Like he knows how to dress in certain situations. He'll know how to speak in certain situations. Uh, however, underneath all that, um, the underlying mantra for, for his lower self is like the world is full of rejection and competition. And that comes out in his business. That comes out in how he, he carves his path into the world. And the way I treat that again is body work. I would encourage him to connect um, his heart and pelvis through body work and, and allowing himself to surrender into this element that he's not perfect. Um, the rigids are always trying to look perfect in, in whatever that way that is. And for Bill, I feel like it was an intellectual endeavors, always trying to look perfect for his mum and his dad because that's how he got love and love in the form of um, admiration from achievements, admiration for how much money, admiration for how much fame in that realm. Uh, so those two uh, combined in, in Bill's case to for, form a psychopath. Uh, it's like a hybrid class. Um, so you've got the passive, passive feminine rigid male and then you have the schizoid. Now what makes a psychopath is parents... Um, use the child as competition between each other. So parents want to try and compete with the child. They secretly don't want the child to succeed. Um, a psychopath is also prone to bipolar because there's such a, a harsh split between the upper half of the body or lower half of the body or multiple splits in the body. Um, they can be prone to bipolar states. Um, so in early childhood, he may, there may have been some dangerous behavior there for him may have been considered dangerous maybe a bit of a bit of a rebel a rebel and he's also very skilled because his parents showed him um, how to compete with him should compete and compete with each other he's got like a built-in he knows how to divide and conquer in order to gain control so he knows intuitively how to pit people against each other and then the underlying lower self mantra in that is like, i must not give in Everything is a lie, including love, including spirit, including me. So because everything he tried in order to get love from his parents wasn't real or was never uh, um, came to fruition, he just believes that everything is a lie. So he spends a lot of his time making sense of the world um, through an academic or an intellectual lens. And I feel like you can't do that. Like you, you need to incorporate other components of, of your, your your humanity and your spirit. And in the rigid and the schizoid, you tend to you have a high risk of betraying your humanity. 
where you don't feel like you are worthy and then you don't feel like anybody else is worthy. Like you have to, you end up creating this lens of that you are worthy of life. Um, and then psychopath components, I feel like he's the donations and, and when he gives money, he's trying to compensate for the guilt that he feels within himself. There's a guilt that he feels about his endeavors. There's a guilt that he feels around and shame around where he's got to where he's got to. And this is quite common. The older you get, there's something that's called a death chest, which is where like you, you look inside like your achievements. If you, you open up like a chest of drawers or a, a treasure chest, and you look inside like, what have you done? Like, what is your legacy? You go, fuck, you know, I haven't really, I haven't really like what my, my legacy, I don't feel like it's enough. And so you feel like you need to donate or give from a place to try and offset a lot of this guilt. And I feel like that's where Bill is at the moment. And I feel like he's trying to compete with his mum and his father, his mum and his dad, where they were both philanthropists. And I feel like there's an element in the philanthropic community where you're trying to offset guilt. You're trying to offset shame that you were... Uh, like a bit of a bit of a mercenary, a bit of a, an assassin in how you achieved what you achieved in your life, and you're trying to give back in ways that seem right from the outside. Again, he knows what to do. He knows how to act. He knows how to behave. However, that's not really authentic, which is what I feel a lot of people feel is is his inauthenticity. Now, another reason why I wanted to do this was. In order to understand someone and have love for someone, you really kind of under, need to understand what their underpinnings are. And in a therapeutic setting, um, I found that's quite healing. Um, understanding that that no one is really evil to the core. I feel like Bill really genuinely thinks that he's doing the best thing for civilization. He really genuinely, at, at a that uh, whatever the connection is between his heart and his head, that he says he's doing the right thing. And it might just be all head, like, oh, I've looked at the numbers, I've looked at the statistics, you know. Um, we need to, 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 to flatten the curve of population. Uh, it requires um, a quality of life and prosperity. And that's a known statistic. Like when you help people survive and get over this, this this barrier to entry of survival, then the population curve does start to, to level out. Uh, however, I feel like the way he goes about it, it's quite mechanical. And because people can't feel his heart, um, there's a distrust there. The, the epoch we're moving into is of leaders that are trustworthy from a heartfelt place. Now, so for those the leaders out there that... Um, that want to um, like criticize Bill and paint him as like this devil, I really feel like you're not looking at the devil within you because there's a Bill Gates in all of us. There's this logical part of us that feels like we're doing the right thing. And I spoke about this in the end of the mindset era um, podcast around like your mind is, is, is your friend and it isn't your friend. And your heart has a, an intuitive, um, framework and an intuitive sieve that can work out well hey you know what my my mind is it does know a lot however my heart is where my intuition resides my heart is where my humanity is and i feel like as leaders moving forward that's where we need to come from that's where we need to speak from 
So I encourage you to 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 reflect upon what I've spoken about in this podcast, uh, in particularly including like Bill's past, like his parents were not loving, heartfelt parents. I feel like they were purely around about academic achievement, purely around the only way Bill could ever get love and admiration was to achieve. So his inner child is crying, right? Crying out for some love and some admiration and some attention and just to see him as a as a human being, as a child that 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 is is valued and is is on earth to be loved for who he was. For all of his his mistakes and his foibles and he didn't need to um, go to the lengths that he did to try and get the love that he felt like he needed. So I feel like Bill has a lot of conditioning on him. And um, if I have a, I have clients that are similar, schizoid and rigid and in, in psychopathy. And for me, it's 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 encouraging them to trust me and um, that there's a they are here standing in front of me or, or online in front of me today because of their defenses in like a schizoid is a defense uh, a rigid is a defense and so is the psychopathy like you survive these are survival mechanisms for your your ego for your identity um, so you didn't kill yourself or implode from the the crushing failure of your parents to not be able to nurture you as a human being. So I have a lot of love for Bill. Like um I feel like he's in the era that he grew up in and the environment that he grew up in um there's no doubt that his heart would be armored. There's no doubt that he would live in his head. There's no doubt that there's a good chance that he he gets downloads and inspiration from things that are otherworldly from the hyper dimension so he genuinely feels like he's doing the right thing however without that spiritual discernment which we teach and which we um we we help people in our business um you're not going to know where you're going and it goes for all leaders like that live in their head like you will get these amazing downloads and all these amazing ideas however if you don't have that heartfelt discernment you don't really know where it's coming from and it could be malevolent it could be teasing you just that one degree off your your soul's path and over a 60 year lifetime you know you could end up trying to want to force vaccines onto people or wanting them to to have a chip inside them so they can log you know where you're at at a at a, at a health level i also want to add like um, bill's mother died of breast cancer and his father died of Alzheimer's complications. So death is something that is very real for Bill, and I don't really feel like he sat with it and acknowledged it. And particularly losing the um, the ability of his mind. Uh, like Bill, Bill's mind is his whole identity. So as soon as he, if he goes down his father's path, then there's a chance that he could get Alzheimer's as well. And I, th- I feel like he's terrified of that and would spend any kind of money to to try and get to a place where he doesn't need to be there and I feel like he'll end up creating that because of the fear that, that's still inside his body the fear that's trapped inside his body the murderous rage that he can't feel because he, he's, he's disconnected from his heart and this doesn't mean he's an amazing he's not an amazing father I mean he has some children and I feel like he's doing his best at a, at a, as a father can 
However, I feel like his connection to the rest of humanity is not there because he, deep down he feels like the world is unsafe and the world is a dangerous place. So he keeps his cards very close to his chest, which I see plays out in his schizoid and his rigid and his psychopathy. That's all that I feel like I want to share about Bill Gates. So, so if you got this far and you feel like you want to share it with someone, I feel like it's something that's, that a lot of people want to share. Just have an insight into Bill, especially for leaders that just want to hate on him. Like I feel like there's a, like I, I feel a lot of love, especially doing this whole process and, and looking at like his childhood, like his childhood pictures and, and where he's come from and the energy that he, how he's changed over time. Um, uh, I feel like uh, it, it requires a level of empathy in order for you to understand um, the other. And when you can have love for the other, that is when the world will, will heal. That doesn't mean you can, you need to ignore and not fight for your own or be very strong, have very strong opinions about your own identity or your own authority and not abdicate your authority that, oh, well, you know, he's in a position of power and he has money, therefore he knows more than I do. That's abdicating your authority. Feeling into your heart and seeing where he's coming from, actually making an attempt to understand that he is human. Um, he is flesh and blood. You can heal yourself in that process too, and that has um, rip, that ripples out into the rest of the world. So if you enjoyed this, again, um, share it, uh, write a comment, rank it on whatever program that you're listening to and i will see you in another podcast episode much love and thank you for listening bye